Welcome back to another episode of Digital by Attention Media. Today, we are talking to Aoife O'Connell, who is the founder and director at Yarnly.ai, an agency that specializes in creative bots, conversation marketing, and automation. So we are talking to Aoife today around chatbots, around the importance of automation in your marketing and having an automated process that allows you to get the most from your digital marketing. We talk about voice and where the industry is heading. We talk about the current state of digital marketing and so much more. So fantastic episode. Aoife is a industry leader in this particular area, in this niche. So tune on in. That episode is coming up next. Welcome to Digital, a podcast brought to you by Attention Media, a location agnostic digital growth agency helping businesses become iconic brands. On this show, we dive into the hottest topics, the latest updates, and what's working in social media and digital marketing right now to get you up to speed and keep you informed. And if you want to grow your business through strategic digital marketing, head over to attentionmedia.com.au, click on the book a discovery call tab, fill out some details, and we'll be in touch. We'd also love to know if you're listening to this this show. So please take a screenshot, upload it to your preferred social media account and tag us at Attention Media Agency. Let's get into the show. Aoife, thank you very much for joining us on Digital by Attention Media. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. Now, this this isn't our uh, this isn't our first podcast together either, by the way. So no, no, it's not. So uh, it, it just so happened that uh, on a previous podcast for, for everybody listening in or watching in who, who isn't aware, um, Aoife joined me on, uh, well, it's now rebranded to the Anthony Murphy podcast back in November 2019. So what's that, 15 months ago now? Um, time, time flies. Yeah, absolutely. What a year, right? I think this first quarter, we're in March. Are we mm. in March? We are. We are. Um, <laughs> it's like this first quarter has just been a roller coaster from last year. So that's interesting, yeah. the timeline. But yeah. It is, it is. Yes, the, the world was a different place in November 2019. But um, Absolutely. back then we spoke all about, uh, yeah, the conversation was very much around chatbots, which was uh, definitely a focus of your business at that time. But uh, for anybody who hasn't tuned into that episode, could you please give us a bit of the, the backstory, the Efro O'Connell backstory and, uh, and what Yarnley is all about? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I started Yarnley uh, about two years ago. Uh, two and a half years ago, probably now that when you said 18 months. Yeah. Um, and basically, I was a digital marketer, 15 years, large corporate, started um, my agency to help support, enable small to medium businesses with chat marketing or conversational marketing, because the essence of where consumer behavior is going is mobile and, um, you know, the demand economy or the demand conversational economy of people wanting the information now is very um appropriate in chat so we niched down into chatbots and what we discovered the last year specifically certainly with the kind of um covid and the rise of digital ecosystem and people needing to get into that light landscape is that when we looked under the hood and discovered kind of what automation and what people weren't doing more likely it was kind of we had to reverse engineer that strategy because they just weren't ready for chat they weren't ready for that mm. ai adoption and um, so we're pivoted a bit so it's more so to amplify really purposeful brands um, specifically wildcards brave voices 
who want to champion change. So we really want to help support them with digital marketing and, you know, through email, websites, bots, and then bring them, bring them on that journey to upgrade into the AI stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's what we've really kind of started to do the last 12 months because, yeah, I've just sat back and listened to everything that's gone on, right? And yeah. I think communication has changed and yeah, the feel has changed, emotive has changed. And, um, you know, people are really wanting to use their voice and amplify that message for a better world. And I think that's so incredibly important. So coming into this, when I start yearly to answer your question, it was really about digital marketing services great we can set you up we can build bots but now it's actually about what are we trying to achieve for the people we work with with client space and messages mm. in that market because i think you know suppression is everywhere minorities are certainly not supported enough and that's where we want to make the change that we can be and then see and um yeah move forward with that yeah look i love that i love that and um you know, a, a little bit of context. We met um, personally back in in 2019 as well at a, at a, a marketing event, and um, I think you know if if you look back at that point, um, you know, we we both presented at that event, and the the changes that have happened in that time is crazy, and I think one of the biggest things you know for the modern day business owner is you know. How do I market my business effectively? Um, how do I use digital effectively? And then where the heck do I start? So from, from Yarnley's point of view and the brands that you work with uh, you know, and, and the purpose that your business has, who, who is your business best suited to help, right? What are, the, what are the types, what are some examples of the types of businesses and brands that you work with? Um, right now, where we're really wanting to help support is um, community-based groups and sustainability elements, mm -hmm. um, people that are raising awareness for humanitarian needs, yeah. uh, but also, you know, diversity and inclusion, female um, presence in um, the workplace, just people that have causes that are underpinned and they need that voice mm. and they need that they shouldn't have, they have enough responsibility and um, should be channeling their passion into being who they are to echo that they don't need to need to know digital marketing and i think um from my journey looking under the hood becoming a service-based business and an agency and i've seen how things are set up it's kind of frightening to think that you know um it's so ad hoc and if we can just be that piece of the puzzle to enable the strategy to elevate that voice to more people then i'm a happy woman you know yeah. so it's really pivoted from our large-scale brands when we did launch um inevitably we fell into that kind of enterprise level to be honest mm -hmm. and um i'll be really frank actually the last six months uh i've cleared 80 percent of my book we've just removed our wow. clients because it just didn't align with where we want to move and where mm -hmm. i feel purpose and comfortable in using the strategy that i know can raise those voices for nonsical reasons not not interested in that so yeah. um that's where i've stripped it back so it's really this kind of first quarter is, is going to be really interesting for us because we're foot we're kind of placing the foothold of the clients that we do have and then going to market with um actually approaching the people that we feel necessary that we want to elevate in, in the yeah. marketplace so yeah. i think 
kind of like that reverse engineer. I mean, there's just a lot. I'm really proud of the people being able to come out and have the confidence to speak up, certainly even in the last you know, number of months, like with some government scandals and females certainly using the voice to be backed with that. And I just, yeah, that's where we really want to go. So more so for us, it's, it's around... Um, addressing the pillars that we want to support that's like general um sustainability in the earth and making it a good place to live and, and people doing really great things there but also that environmental and humanitarian element yeah yeah look uh, i love that and that's a it's a fantastic point of difference it's obviously a uh, uh you know a, a very worthy cause and a, a much needed area um you know people always do need a voice and um it kind of flows into sort of my next question around because the whole purpose for, for Digital Right for this podcast is to um, not only help the listeners and the viewers stay up to date with what is emerging and what is happening, um, but also to try and simplify it in a way too, right? Just help them, you know, clear through the murky water and and help them develop a strategy or find a way forward with digital marketing that can help them grow. Um what's your take on the current state of digital marketing, right? Because we've just talked about how much and how quickly things change for a business owner. We know how crazy it is to try and keep up with that. Where's, where's your head at with the current state of digital marketing and how business owners and brands can work through that? Look, personally, I think the rule book has been totally ripped up um, mm. just, just from an environment, but also from a technology stack and the resources available as well so to your point not to overcomplicate it there is like i think there's like 7000 um, martech tools now available to small businesses and enterprise businesses like what one do you pick what do you mm-hmm. select it's even yeah. cool. and that's where we're or, or i feel um i can help and support um clients that come to us is because it is overcomplicated and we don't want to get a sugar high you know we just want to get structure in their business stack that will help enable them to have more time basic just straightforward automation then on top of there once you have that foundation layer so you know um you know from your crm so managing all your your inbound leads or inquiries or your sales and then your email automation and then your social automation and then obviously that content pillar then after that we can um really dig deep and understand what messaging is going to mm. market and i think i've actually uh refused to do work until the brand is very clear on what message and what purpose they're going to go with and yeah. what they actually do because again for me morally placing ads in market that isn't going to ladder back to what they are as a business either if it's manipulative or unethical marketing it's just and that is rife you know i yeah. think uh, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I think it's that's why I'm saying the rule book is completely broken up. We've we've learned tactics and structures from kind of you know um, a framework of of click funnels, right? You know, lead yeah. pages that really bro marketing. Yeah. And right now, people are tired, and it's been a long year previously, and they just want to align with someone and a brand that has. Um, the same values that they are. So I think outside of the stack element, outside of just getting that right, it's then about your core messaging. And I think that's where you need to 
double down um, yeah. and figure out your point of difference and who you are and go all in, you know, be that personality or don't be, you know, you can mm, um, mm. You know, really go in on who you are because your people are out there. And I think the confidence in having an agency that can back you with that framework is going to elevate you and give you the comfort that we know we've handled the kind of back end, right? And that's yeah. not going to be... Um, the noise that you're going to make is not going to be for nothing. And I think that's, that's very passionate about that. And because even coming to social, there is elements of, um, I guess, uh, algorithm blocking and hashtag blocking for certain groups. And we just need to be aware of that. And I, and I think, um, once you have a good strategy from the tech stack to then your core message, you're literally 80% there. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that. And I think just touching back on the, you know, making sure that the the purpose and the values of the brand if we look at some of like you know the the emerging brands the popular brands especially with and i feel like younger demographics these days as well are gravitating towards brands who as you said they align with right they they have a purpose um you know they have goals that they are trying to achieve by using their brand building their brand and the the younger demographic is really gravitating towards that now and becoming much more conscious around you know who they support who they align with and it's the brands as you said that can get that message out to the market um and, and are really driving towards their purpose that are getting the most cut through i mean like do you find that on your end as well oh for sure and i mean i think we as advertisers um people in our industry and even brands themselves underestimate the intelligence of their customers mm. every day yeah. And I think we need to give some credit where credit is due from the people on, you know, scrolling the news feeds of what they're seeing every day. Um, and I think for uh, a marketing message or a brand message to be siloed in, you know, a group of 10 people in a particular um, business is very ignorant to actually what's going on in the market. And I suppose, yeah, you know, to that point, I think a niche that we've actually gone down, which is becoming quite popular is that audience intelligence element so using um certain enrichment tools data enrichment tools to be able to analyze who their customers are Mm. so who do they have and what but not so much of you know demographic or location it's actually understanding what media they're consuming who are they following why are they following this particular person what does that particular person stand for so it's really getting into that like embodiment of who this person is Mm -hmm. um and any recommendation even from you know when we build out strategies we don't do personas anymore i don't think you can actually segregate into persona models let alone when you go in and call them certain names like i know considering claire or whatever the hell yeah who the hell is that you know it's like so true so it's kind of like um i feel that there's a bit of that education and i suppose yeah it's about understand and it's trust right anthony you Mm. know that it's like who you align with the client they need to be able to trust you and you need to be able to back what they want to say and so there has to be an element of um education there of what how we are marketing today and Mm. it's and, and it's um, raw, it's vulnerable, and you need to be on on purpose with the message and, and really dig deep, I think. Outside yes. of that, no automation, no strategic work is going to actually deliver for you. Yeah, 100%. 
and I think I think the the other point that we're also trying to get across, and it, like we've had this conversation with previous guests as well, is around the fact that marketing as well nowadays, as you've just described it, is very much around the content and the messaging and getting that to people. It's not let's use social media or let's use a chat bot or let's use our Facebook ads to make that instant sale, right? Or or just push that sales message out, right? You have to build a narrative, you have to share the narrative and you have to invest in building the brand through content, through your digital marketing. And obviously that's, uh, you know, the the core pillar of what you do at Yarnley is helping people get that message out, not about making that instant sale. And I think there's there's still a lot of education that needs to happen around that topic because everybody thinks, oh, digital marketing, it's going to explode my sales, happy days. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, mm. I had a conversation the other day and they were like, oh, you know, we just want sales. That's all we want sales. And, you know, it's kind of, well, well what's sure, you know, put everything at 50% and go for your life and just go hardcore, you know, back it up with something valuable. Then you yeah. can get sales, you know, then mm. you're kind of going back into your product exchange. Like, is it valuable for what you're asking the client or customer to pay for it mm. um, it's as simple as that and I think it's coming back to the point that we're actually naive in creating marketing campaigns not considering how smart our customers are yeah. um, and you know understanding who they are really deeply understanding who they are and intuition as well I think it's incredibly important for if you are selling something to a particular um, you know demographic or type of um, person, then you need to have those people within your organization. That intuition-led decision-making on messaging is incredibly important. And if you don't have them, then you need to get them in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's yeah, that's incredibly important. And just and and just the inclusivity of it all as well. Like I think we're building frameworks, which we always have from, you know, uh, structure that we're bound by really in, in society from top down is that we're building frameworks that are very narrow we need to consider elements that people are not narrow anymore yeah and, um, that's the most important thing to be able to to weigh that up and understand who is attracted to your brand so audience intelligence is really important you can easily get your email list get your social networks and you you get identity and emotion from what those people are doing and following online mm-hmm. and then you can reverse engineer and and, and um, figure out how you are going to relate to them if they're yeah. still market capture yeah again for the people who are listening in where do you stand around a business owner brand doing their own marketing completely or the advantages to having an external agency or, or partnering with somebody else who has expertise in the area that you need help with. Where do you stand on that? Should people be trying to do it all themselves? Yes and no. <laughs> and look, I think the most phenomenal marketers are people that believe in a cause and, yeah. and they're out there really living, breathing and creating change, you know, mm-hmm. outside of the typical brand. So, you know, you, you see, and, it, and it's um, brand messages that create community as well not followers it's not likes it's actual community people that are bound Mm. together as a as a you know 
people that are going to support a particular message. Where, where I find the value of an agency and that's incredibly important is that you can't, if you're not working in digital marketing, and certainly the guy gave a talk, I think last year or it was before COVID, that digital marketers actually getting disrupted right now. They're already being disrupted. Unless you're re-educating constantly um, and you're kind of becoming that T-shaped marketer, you know, like you, you have basically... Um, uh, education across multiple different layers and then you niche down in one then yeah. you're not going to survive what's happening because it's mm. not so much of it's our ecosystem is completely evolving so coming to your point if you're a small business can you do it yeah you can elevate your voice but when you're actually trying to execute and have the right approach to placing advertising spend and um i guess the right um formula to place um ads in particular placements and how people are engaging with that you can't not you can't know that particular structure yeah. of every site or every strategic approach it is very important for someone to be able to develop out a strategy but execute on it as well for yeah. you i think um the most important thing is for marketer or for being a marketer on your own brand is really to go deep on your messaging and your content and know who you are and know who your customers are and nurture, nurture that community. Then partner with an agency to get, um, get more famous, you know? Yeah. To amplify it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Love that. Love that. So chatbots and automation, right? I mean, we, we previously had a, a pretty deep conversation around chatbots. Um, and as you've mentioned, it's now more around how, what part does automation play? So can you talk to us about that? How can automation, first of all, what does that even mean? And number two, how does that help a business or brand? Um, I think it's a no deal at the moment. I mean, you have to have automation in your business to be able to maximize, certainly if you're a small business, to maximize mm -hmm. your time and to maximize the intelligence behind it. So that nurturing of that, that customer. So automation for multiple layers is to be able to um, be able to have the ability to communicate with your customers through different messaging that will be triggered from reactions. So if they come in and they buy something and then we can automate a series of emails, but alternatively, if they're doing something that we want to automate as, you know, a text message to, to kind of get them back in that element of stuff. So mm -hmm. there's multiple layers of kind of automation, but it's more so the management of your actual consumer base. So that's your client base and to get to know who they are and be able to have that data and have that um, profiling of exactly who's buying what, and then using that information to um, go back out to market and have your dream customers, you know, so the people yeah. that are constantly recurring and that are buying, you know, every three months or every six months or whatever your life cycle journey is with your product or your service. And then, you know, you're going to amplify that key individual to get more clients. You can't really do that on manual or through your IP is yeah. a particular head. And the value of automation is that you're enabling anyone or hire a, the ability to hire anyone to come in and see that information with the touch of a button yeah. rather than having that IP. What happens if you, you know, want to sell or what happens if you, you know, don't yeah. work the next day. Exactly. So of the automation Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, w w there's still so many businesses that, you know, don't have 
the, some of the basic setup, like a, a CRM, like a, an email sequence, like you said. Uh, you know, so many people and brands still put content out onto social media and never respond to comments or anything. So the, the consumer, the user, um, the individual out there, it, you know, keeps hitting a brick wall and there's nothing there's nothing behind that so the, the time and effort that's put into that um, and again this is around you know the, the education process is the time and effort that goes into creating some content putting it out on social media and trying to use that to drive your business if there is no automa if there is no automation if there's no follow-up sequence if there's no strategy beyond that first point um, it's a complete waste of time because it's a, it's a negative experience um, and it is not building community like you said so there really does need to be that strategy and I think that is the key, um, the key part of what an agency can help uh, bring to a business and brand is that automation, is the strategy, is the follow-on. How do we build that ecosystem rather than just the social or you know the single email or whatever it is? So that's that's important. Um, I know voice is uh, definitely an area that you are playing and are very interested in. Can you give us a bit of a snapshot around where voice and that side of technology is at at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, voice, that was kind of our, our main plan in 2020 is to leverage voice and go straight into that. Um, you know, the way the market went to that particular time, digital evolution increased from the ba- from kind of websites and that standard um, framework, whereas um, R&D money for people to explore voice skills to complement their app or their product was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so where we're finding voice, voice has come a long way. Um, and I think it kind of comes back to consumer behavior. It's kind of coming back to the race with um, uh, the actual speakers in your home. So, you know, you have the fight between Google yes, and Alexa, you know, um, they're coming down to the price point of like under $50 now. Yeah. And um, it's incredibly cheap entry to borrow, but where they're trying to it's a race to market share, right? So the more market share that they have in a particular country, the the, the more value that they're going to, or more customers they're going to reach. Mm. And obviously brands can place their voice skill on those assets. And um, where is a huge thing actually is um, going to be in the podcast industry. I, mm. yeah, placing <laughs> it. <laughs> We're recording a podcast, uh, but placing it on that. And it's the accessibility, you know, it's ac- yeah. accessibility to have that, um, type of audio in your life and even when you come to to assets like um, clubhouse you know yeah. audio is becoming massive because it's accessible um you know mm. you can multitask which is great for a lot of people yeah. and you can reach people so it's kind of just having that engagement element so yeah where we're at voice um we've done a couple of beta with um voice trials with some brands and cool, cool. um, to be able to help support them in incubators that they have in 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 enterprise that they kind of just have r&d money with um and then we'll place that into market just to test it so where it is it's still very infant and where we're finding a lot of my time in the voice industry with clients would be just bringing through um uh, teams through the capability what is the landscape what are we looking at so a lot of people um, scoping out their digital strategy for the next three, five, ten years, mm-hmm. what things have to be in place to start laddering up to that, um, which is a very smart approach, you know, it's kind of that future forward approach, which is excellent. So it's kind of just understanding, yeah, it's a bit novice, it is infancy, the experience exactly won't be, you know, the most remarkable one your customer will have, yeah. but it's definitely, um, it's kind of 
survival of the fittest, get in fast and, and you'll start getting, you know, the, the shareability or the, the market share in that space. You know, they're talking about a lot about um, voice SEO, you know, and, and what those yes. triggers. So a lot of people are looking at it from a tactical sense right now, mm. just setting them up for the future. But it kind of comes back to um, understanding what that value of that particular skill is going to be. So what can yeah. So, you know, utility is a great one. So people that, you know, weather, traffic, news, that kind of element um, can really avail of it right now. And then once we start progressing into additional household items, you know, like fridges will be able to talk to you. You're going to have holograms that will be able to talk to you. Again, the Oculus that's going to come through with Facebook, you know, putting on your goggles and having that VR experience. Like it's it's here, it is coming and it's going to evolve in the next three years. So the next time, another 18 months, we'll we'll look at what that looks like. But it's it's infant, you know, for small to medium business. Yeah, it's something to take note. Is it something right for you now? Probably not, because you mm-hmm. need to concentrate on actually acquiring customers and the right ones, and then um, you know, build from there. But yeah, it just underpins everything that you you leverage to on a larger strategy, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, again, there is there's there's always a bright shiny object there's always new technology that's been developed and um you know to kind of ease that overwhelm i think again it's one of those things that you can kind of look at things um you know whether it's the the phenomenon that is clubhouse right now whether it is the fact that you know the you know the internet of things is going to continue to grow and your fridge is going to be able to speak to you and order your groceries for you and all that sort of thing like it's just keeping an eye on what's happening in the marketplace um but not stressing about the fact that you may not be there now because one is your audience there are they using it um this technology will keep developing as we've seen you know facebook came out nobody was using facebook when it was around and you know we fast forward 10 15 years later there's multiple social media platforms and everybody's using them these things take time so it just comes back to what is right for your business or brand where are your where are your customers and what technology and what tech can you use to reach them provide them a great experience and and build that community as you've talked about is that a fair summary very fair because i think coming back to your point it's marketing strategy it's messaging it's who Mm. you are it's your purpose it's what you're trying to achieve in the world that you're living in any platform that comes out you can amplify the same message it's all going to have a different strategy don't kind of get hung up on that and even like coming kind of when we strip back what are we trying to achieve with our clients our main um focus right now is really acquiring you know email addresses and phone numbers so we can actually ensure that we have our ip uh, protected so regardless of the next new shiny object we'll be able to reach them on that because the back end the digital marketing landscapes allow you to reach those people once you have that information and mm. um, so i think that's the important thing it's as basic as email and phone number you stick with that as your primary objective regardless of whatever you're trying to achieve or send it where you're sending your customer you're going to win yes and um, coming back to your point when you're putting activity into the marketplace that you're not capturing that information asking your community to have that information consent this is ethical marketing like consensual uh, and mm. you know exchange of that information to stay across what you believe as a brand and you're trying to sell people are very willing to give that if, if they like you and yes. they, they trust you exactly. so that's the kind of core thing everything is built around those two um metrics for us and then we can you know do the fancy things later 
Yeah, especially with you know um, the the Apple iOS fourteen update uh, and less tracking being able to be done online. Google removing third party pixels in twenty twenty two, like all of this sort of stuff that we have relied on, and you know it's been the golden years. If you have a strategy in place where you can collect your customer data, your prospects data, your leads data, and you have that, you own that, um, you're in a good position. We. Just to wrap up the conversation, Eva, we've uh, we've just celebrated International Women's Day, um, and of course, this will be a uh, a very big topic for yourself. But um, I would just like to get your thoughts on, um, you know, where you feel we are at um, in, in that space. Um, and we even talked about just before we hit record um, around having more female uh, representation on digital and it's something that we're definitely working towards. So one, I would love to get a couple of recommendations from you on who we should have on the podcast, but also two, International Women's Day. Talk to me about it. Um, big topic for me. This year, I don't feel very comfortable celebrating International Women's Day personally. I think the year that has gone with COVID has been... Um, the writing on the wall for equality, as they like mm. to call it, and the um, unpaid work that females have to do, certainly from home homeschooling. And I think it's very evident and what's happening, not just in Australia, but across the world, certainly with, you know, harder countries that have been in lockdown more and yeah. um, balancing that work life and um, family has been incredibly difficult so that's coming from my perspective as a mother looking as a working mom all that kind of stuff but every mm. mom works um international women's day look i think it's a uh, as a as a day in itself personally it's a corporate spun on trying to just um you know bake cupcakes and say well done um, I think mm. it's a really cheap shot. Um, personally, again, for me, equality is kind of not the bones of the conversation. It's about equity. Um, and equity, if for me, is actually giving not just the opportunity to women or diverse groups or minorities, is about how we can give the opportunity, but also what else do they need to level playing fields to their, you know, yeah. um, their counterparts that aren't um, excluded or discriminated against. Um, I'm actually furiously calm about this because if you're very furiously angry, then you're um, not taken seriously, Anthony. And I think yeah. in an agency owner in the last two years, I've come across some very interesting uh, conversation that I've had with um, both clients or potential clients mm. um, and uh, how I can deliver what potentially, you know, you could deliver for instance. And um, it's been really eye-opening for me. And I think we're we're angry. And the last year that has come about is that we need and demand change. So we need to amplify voices and we need to amplify the reality of the actual suppression that we are. You know, we're a hundred years um back from earning the same pay as as our male counterparts. I think we're $62 to the euro or to the dollar. Yeah. Um in our country and that's i'm a white caucasian female you know yes i'm <laughs> not even mm. in um you know my sister's bloody demographic so it's just um 
yeah, it's, it's, it's just not right. And I think we have to change from the top down and educate from that. But we also need to just demand who we can work with and what we want to achieve there. Um, and voices are starting to get heard. You know, International Women's Day absolutely want to support all the, all the brave voices that are trying to make change. But I think we need to allow them speak and elevate that. And to your point, invite them to be included, but not just included, have that equitable approach. And what else? they need to be included and there's a lot of dialogue around females certainly in business that they don't perform in the same level as a male that's absolutely cack because you know if they're given the same opportunity within a different bandwidth and you know not nine to five because they have you know the double shift or whatever that looks like and then you know the world would be a a lot better and fairer place to be so I think as it's my responsibility as a business owner to be able to speak on behalf of people that don't have those voices you know I've been corporate for a very long time my voice was silent for 15 years because you don't want to get fired or you don't want to rock the boat or you don't want to be seen as um dramatic you know there's a lot of assumptions so I think um yeah, International Women's Day for me, interesting, but it's just not one day. It's 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 moving forward and how can we make um, the girls of the future, but also the women of today have the opportunity that they deserve. 100%. I could not agree more. Um, so we would, of course, be doing, you know, every, you know playing our part in uh, helping to elevate those voices and, you know, make sure that that equity, as you said, um, you know, does happen sooner rather than later. Um, and as I said, I'll definitely be getting your recommendations on some uh, potential guests for the show as well. So Aoife, thank you so much for your time. Where can people find out more about yourself and Yarnley? Yeah, absolutely. Yarnley.ai and you can contact me on LinkedIn, which is a good one. A-O-I-F-E, Marie O'Connell. How, how fun is LinkedIn at the moment, by the way? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you want equity in one channel, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another rabbit hole. We won't go down that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. So that's it for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we mentioned, we'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on this episode. You can do that by heading over to our Instagram at Attention Media Agency and letting us know what your thoughts. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to know what you'd like us to talk about in upcoming episodes. So send us your topic ideas. We are always interested. And if you'd love to know more, head over to the website, attentionmedia.com.au. That's all for now. We'll see you in the next episode.